Welcome to the Mind Body TV podcast with Dr. Kim Duramo. I'm a conventionally trained physician sharing how the body heals and how you can access this state of healing effortlessly. Here we go. Welcome to Mind Body TV. I'm Dr. Kim Duramo. I am a physician who's sharing about mind body medicine and how the body heals itself and how we can activate that. So, for those of you who aren't aware of my work, we have a lot of research, a lot of studies, decades and decades and decades of information and science about the fact that the body heals itself. The mind and body are connected. We're not separate parts functioning individually. We are a whole. Everything within our body is communicating and impacting everything else. And right now we're at a space and time where there are a lot of things surfacing that seem really important. Like, what should I do about this? Or should I do this thing or that thing that seem like really intense life or death questions? And it's really the time to begin to connect with our wisdom instead of continuing to look outside of ourselves for information. So we have the science to show that how we think, what we think directly impacts ourselves in very significant ways. And that our cells are actually thinking cells that remain, maintain memory. They have their own cellular memory of programming that we've bought into. Programming that may say things like, you're not good enough, you're gonna always have to keep working harder, or as you get older, your health is gonna fall apart, or you can't make money doing that, you have to do this thing. Or, you know, there's like, we could say a thousand things right now that are in those programs. And the interesting thing is whether you believe them or not, whether you consciously are aware of them or not, your cells have been programmed to send these kinds of messages, meaning you don't get to have increasing health and vitality as you get older. You don't get to have things be easy and effortless for you. You don't get to live in prosperity and abundance the more you show up as yourself. Um, you know, we got to kind of like oblige the program and work really hard. And I, as a doctor, have seen a lot of ways this is really detrimental in our health because the program will have the cells age, die, develop cancer, hold us back in all kinds of different ways, and even hold back the way we think and the way we see reality. So I wanted to share in today's Mind Body TV broadcast about how to consult your wisdom for everything going on in your life, the important choices and decisions and just how you're showing up in each moment so that you increase your level of health vitality, well-being, ease, serenity, abundance in each moment, in each day as you move forward through life. So welcome today. I'm really excited to hear where you're tuning in from. We have Gabriella, Gabriella from London, Ragnild from Norway. Awesome. Hello, everybody on Facebook. Linda from the UK, Joe from UK as well. Just came out of the broadcast studio by accident. Awesome. Tosha from Ohio. Melissa from New Hampshire. Vicky in Arizona. I hit the wrong button there for a minute. <laughs> Love in Facebook from upstate New York. Someone in Facebook from England. Awesome. Vicky. Hello. Oh, we got that. France. Sophie from France. We've got Joanne from the Netherlands. B.O.B. from Toronto. Vibineka Dose, I don't know how to say that acronym, uh, from Sweden. Jack from South Carolina. Awesome. Thank you guys for being here. So um, here's the basic uh, energetic architecture of your body, your energy body. You know, we know scientifically we are not just physical. It looks like we're physical, solid, and separate. But in fact, when we look cellularly, everything is constantly in motion. We are energy first and foremost. Everything in our body is constantly in communication with everything else, creating that physical result. 
And for what I've seen as a doctor, this is the most powerful and essential leverage point for shifting what's happening in the body toward creating health, even to the level of completely reversing disease. So our belief systems, judgments, <clears throat> conclusions we're living in, these are all in the program. And yes, they're in the cellular memory, in the physical being kind of held in there. How do we access them to let that release and start listening to our wisdom, the life force that created us, the wisdom, the intelligence that goes so beyond, far beyond anything that's ever been written in every medical textbook in the history of humanity and actually consult that wisdom that does know, that can do the healing, that can reverse aging, that can reverse disease, that can um, rearrange your immune system, your neurologic system to release things like chronic fatigue syndrome, brain fog, autoimmune disease, infections that aren't clearing, MS, uh, fibromyalgia, pain syndromes, like a lot of these things are micro quantum shifts in the physiology, not massive, massive amounts of decades and decades of trying to shift the physical and operating by only shifting the physical. So how do we tune in instead of always having to look outside ourselves for the answers? And I, in fact, had a... Um, an amazing woman I've, I've been working with in my practitioner group who's dealt with a really challenging health problem. And she's like, whoa, every time I like get an email or tune in on social media, there's this information telling me that. And then there's this other thing telling me the opposite. And then my doctor is telling me something that contra counters all of what I'm hearing here. And she's getting really confused and it's bringing up a ton of fear. Like this medication you're on could actually kill you. And the other side is like, you could actually die if you don't take this medication. So it's all these alarms, bells and whistles. And because she's been functioning on the fear frequency, she's tuning into all of it. And it's triggering her like a ping pong ball bouncing all over the place. And the way she feels moment to moment ends up being dictated by what's going on out there instead of connecting with the serenity in here. So your well-being is unconditional. So whether it's for medical issues going on, should I do this thing or not? Should I get this medication or not? Should I eat this diet or not? Or it's for insight and awareness in your work, your career. What's the highest possibility for me? People will ask, should I take this job? Should I do this thing? And I'm gonna show you a much more expansive way of tapping that intelligence. Um, or in your relationships, should I stay in this relationship? Or, um, you know, whatever the choices may be, should I go out to lunch with my friend next Thursday? When we ask should questions, we're basically consulting the program. So the program has lots of ideas about what we should or shouldn't do, which is all based on judgment. Judgment of what we've learned, judgment of what we've experienced, judgment of what others have told us is their opinion, judgment of what we've had happen in our past, uh, what we've been taught to believe. And it's this whole log of finite information in the mind, right? Like, well, you did that before and that didn't work out so well. So you definitely shouldn't do that. And you have this conclusion or, well, I saw so-and-so have that, you know, do that thing. And that, you know, that was a bad thing for them. So I shouldn't do this. So it's like conclusions, beliefs, memories, assumptions, very, very limited. In fact, even if you had like the best books written by the people with the most successful lives and they told you what you should do, it would still be a rat race. It would still be unthinkably limited as far as your moment-to-moment -moment guidance. So where do we go? <laughs> We've got to tune into the moment. We've got to consult the moment. We've got to actually tune in to what we sense feel and are aware of instead of tuning outside ourselves. And that's what we're going to talk about today. Awesome. Okay. Carrie Nichols. Thank you. I'm glad to have you here. Um, Susan from Ireland, Lisa from Portland, Janet from Nevada, Natasha from Guadalajara. Very exciting. Layla from Montenegro, Janet in Maryland. Hello, Liam from upstate New York. Okay. So what has come up with you 
refer to that. Where are you looking for your information? Because this one uh, client had said to me, well, should I just stop looking at all the news? Should I just get out of all social media? And like, where should I go to get my information? Well, and you can imagine what I told her. <laughs> we have to go within. Because when I want to look at what's happening in the world and I'm going to tune into the news, I'm going to get some really, really micro-focused version of what someone thinks is important. You know, say there's like a shark attack off the coast of the Cape, right? And this happens like, I don't know, every 50 years. They're not that uncommon off the Cape, unfortunately. And I'm going to watch that and everyone's going to talk about it for weeks and weeks since this thing over and over. And it puts my system into... <gasps> fear. I got to be careful. I better not swim. What if that comes in my area? I mean, I live in Colorado, so shark attacks are non-existent here. But the point is we start to live in fear. What if this happens? I shouldn't do that. Oh my God, the world is really dangerous. And we trigger it over and over and over and over and over because we're watching this news broadcast, right? Maybe we watch this person talk about it and that person talk about it and someone else is talking about like, yeah, I was actually there and I saw it. I was actually there and I was in the water when it happened. So we blow it up and blow it up. And now my system is receiving information about, quote, what's happening in the world that's really overwhelming and fear-based. The information I'm getting is I'm not safe. I need to stay inside. I need to not go out. I need to not be adventurous. I need to be very, very careful. And this programs everything about everything I do, even for someone who doesn't live on the coast because you live in fight or flight. So your system is set up instead of what will create the most for me in my day today? What will create the most abundance in my relationships? What will create the most expansion in my business? What will be the most harmonizing for my health? That's not what I'm asking. My system is trained to look at how do I not die? How do I protect? How do I make sure that doesn't happen to me? Everything goes into feeding the energy of I've got to protect. So the information I'm letting in, paying attention to is very different, very specific. And the messages it sends my system are geared according to that. So you can understand like, well, this is what someone thinks is important in the world, but there's like a billion other things going on in the world. Well, more than a billion, trillions of other things going on in the world. The reality is your system is not a physical, solid, separate thing. And you can take in information, awareness in a much deeper way. So what we've seen about the human energy system is that there's three functions. You are a giant receptor. You're receiving billions of bits of information in every moment. You are a transmitter. Your body's actually giving off electromagnetic information that other people around you feel, and it registers even physical, physiologic change in their body. You are a transmuter, meaning you can convert energy from fear into love. You can convert energy from shame into harmony. You can convert energy from anger into appreciation. And I go a lot deeper with this in my online programs, especially the um, Instant Elevation program. But even something as simple as my book, The Mind Body Toolkit, talks about this receptivity, transmuting, transmitting. How can I get in charge of that? So it's doing and creating what I actually want in my life instead of just creating more chaos and fear. So we're going to talk about this first function of the energy body today. You are a giant receptor and you can either tune into and receive the information of what will create the most for my health, wealth, and abundance today, or you're tuning in to the channel of what do I go to protect myself and make sure I don't die. And these are very, very, very different states. And you're going to get very, very, very different information because there is a lot logged into the computer of mind, beliefs, memories, conclusions, assumptions about the second part. What do I need to do to make sure this doesn't happen? What do I make you to do to make sure this does happen, right? How do I make sure my kids get into the best school? How do I make sure my business doesn't fail? How do I make sure I don't get cancer? And so we live 
constantly tuning into receptivity to mind, right? Well, I have an idea about that. You should do it this way. And then someone else comes along and says, no, no, no. Studies have shown you should do it this way. Whether it's like raising your kids or eating your diet or running your business, there's a jillion conclusions about all of them, which makes us confused, overwhelmed, and constantly running a rat race of more, constantly running a rat race of protection. How do we break out of that and actually let abundance in, which feeds the body, harmonizes the body, has been shown to heal disease? We've got to go in. Our receptivity is amazing. And I've been playing with this over the last several years in more and more expansive ways to tune into what will create the most for me in my day today, right? Not what should I do, which is like judgment, ideas, conclusions. What will create the most for me in my day? And, you know, whether it's I'm, I'm running my business, I have my children, there's like, so much to consider with them from like food to activities to education to like what laundry detergent I use to wash their freaking clothes. You can see how you could get carried away into a never ending obsession of making sure bad things don't happen, right? Like even the freaking laundry detergent, you got to worry about the toxins in there. If you let all that go and wipe the chalkboard clean, you can tune into truth. What will create the most? for the abundance of my family. And you're gonna get a very, very, very different answer. And the key, which is what I wanted to share today in this broadcast is I've gotta be adept at letting my awareness in. And that has to do with consulting the moment because my body can only live in the now. Receptivity can only exist in the now. It cannot exist from, what was that thing I heard last year about blah, blah, blah? That's mind. In pure awareness, there is no past. There is no future. There's nothing outside of me. I am in the now. What's here? What's real? What am I feeling and sensing? What am I hearing and thinking? What's actually happening? What am I feeling right here, right now? That will require you to tune in to your body. Your body can only live in the now. And the more you become adept at feeling and sensing and tuning in, the more you allow in awareness. So in the mind-body solution for chronic fatigue, I talk about the light heavy game, right? You're like, is this true for me? The truth will always feel light. Yes, you're free. Enjoy your day. And the lie will always feel heavy. No, no, you shouldn't do that. You should really work hard right now. It will feel heavy. I can't tell you what's true for you or what's a lie for you. I can only show you how to tune in so that you have the awareness yourself. SK, this speaks to me with the OCD I deal with. Yes. <laughs> Liam, I'm all ears. Someone in Facebook from Ontario, Canada. Terry, I've used muscle testing for years and it works very well to understand what's happening or what I need. But now and then it seems to throw me off course. So I wonder if I'm accessing my body or the programming. This is an excellent, excellent point. And this is why I don't use muscle testing. When I'm allowing pure awareness, it's very subtle. Like muscle testing can be very subtle, but it's in the, it's not in the physical. It's not anchored into the physical. And when I've used muscle testing, um, you know, sometimes you'll get really good information, but it will always be limited. And I can let things in much, much more fluidly and much more expansively, like a whole huge massive download, not just an answer to a yes or no question, um, when I tune into my awareness and tune into my wisdom. So for those of you who are using muscle testing, I'm not saying it's a, a bad thing. I'm just saying it, it does have a lot of limitations. So just check in. Yes. Is it possible to completely release the past if your memories are blocked or lost? Yes, 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 yes. Because the body only lives in the now and the patterning in the brain, because your brain is neuroplastic and can actually shift all of those connections is recreated in the now over and over and over and over and over again. It's just either recreating the old patterns again, strengthening those associations or recreate, uh, creating a new pattern. So yes, even if you have 
had memories blocked, you can still tune into the energy and allow a rewrite. All right. Hate is always foolish. Love is always wise. What should I do? Priorities. Force from the external. Yes, exactly. Okay. So let me just check in here in Instagram. Thank you guys for being here. What about all the judgments about food and how bad sugar is? This is exactly what I'm talking about. Because you're going to find like, you know, one decade, it's like, don't eat fat. Fat is bad. And then the next day, okay, fat is good. You should eat more fat. And you're like, ah! that's why it's so confusing is it's all based in conclusion. And I'm not saying that, um, don't worry about it. Just go eat the whole bag of sugar. I'm saying your wisdom will always guide you to what's actually most beneficial for you in the moment. And to the degree you dial this in, this inner connection, it's going to be more and more and more clear about everything. Okay. So is it that because I don't want to let go of the sugar addiction or is it my body's way of telling me I need it? So that's great because when we're in addiction, oh my God, I'm feeling so many things I don't want to feel. Let me just go to the sugar. And most of us aren't conscious of that process. We're like, I just need sugar. I just need sugar. We're not actually softening the body, breathing and sensing deeply enough to feel what's underneath that sugar craving or that addiction, whatever it may be. Well, like I got to go on Facebook or I've got to call that person. If we soften the body and slow down, meaning let the breath come fluidly, maybe slow it a little bit in the inhales and then let the fluid exhales come slow down a little bit on the exhales, you'll get 2% more present in the body. You keep developing that and you'll become aware of, whoa, this rush of fear that came up that has me go grab for that addiction or, oh, this discomfort and heaviness of shame that I don't want to meet that has me go want to eat that food or call that person or do that thing to feel better about myself. So I know for me, many, many, many years ago, I would like check my bank account and, and like think about, okay, well, how much money do I have in my house and how much money do I have in my investment? Okay. And then I would like use that to make me feel better. <laughs> like somehow this sense of self-worth is, is from outside of me with these numbers. And I began to look at wait, what is it that's actually happening that I'm going to that to fill the hole because it would work temporarily. I'd be like, okay, good. I'm doing a good job or the opposite. Oh no, I'm not doing good enough. How can I do better? <laughs> but I realized, wait a minute, what's actually happening that I'm trying to fix or meet with these externals? Because it was always temporary and I got to go back again. Okay. I'm doing a good job. But like a month later it would come up again. So I looked and it was a sense of um, lack of self-worth. Like I'm not good enough as I am, but if I have these things, oh, now I feel better or I'm not enough. I'm not good enough. Um, and I just started looking at that. Wait, how can I meet what's coming up here that feels so painful or empty or heavy? So if there's shame in the body, if there's fear, there's going to be a quality to that, like a <laughs> speeding up in your chest or shame. Maybe it's like a heaviness in your hips, your pelvis, your belly. There, these qualities of energy are very specific and you can tune in to begin to get curious and they'll come up. I mean, like it's right there. The energy's there. So when X, Y, Z happens, like I just went bankrupt and then I <gasps> go into fear. That's the fear that's been there my whole life. I didn't want to meet right now. X, Y, Z happens and you have to meet it, which is like, no, just make it go away. But if you realize, wait a minute, what if I just meet this energy right now before XYZ happens, right? I'm going to lose the house or something goes bankrupt or I don't know, somebody steals money, it, whatever it is that you're afraid of. What if you meet that energy now? Because that's the energy that's here. That's what's in your body. And it will block the awareness of your wisdom until you're ready to embrace it. Because you'll keep having to shut down what you feel. You don't want to feel it. Keep the pattern going. Keep running. You won't feel it temporarily. You know, something's going to conditionally happen. And then you'll feel it. But for now, I'm just going to keep running. But what does that do is it disconnects me from what's happening in myself. Disconnects me from my own awareness. Disconnects me from my own guidance. Disconnects me from the intelligence that does know. 
what will be the most beneficial thing for me to eat right now? And if if my wisdom's like, eat this, you know, dates and almonds, and I'm like, no, no, sugar's bad, I'm going to block it out. <laughs> but if I'm also likewise blocking what, you know, I don't want to feel what I'm feeling, my mind's going to be like, oh, you go eat that sugar, you're going to feel so much better. The key is it's a different quality of the message. One is an escape, do this thing and you'll be okay. And it's conditional. And one is an absolute. You already are whole and complete. Let yourself be free. Um, and it does take some time to dial into that with uh, what Semia is asking about. How do I know if this is my body's way of telling me I need it or this is my addiction driving me? So one will feel light, one will feel heavy. Um, thank you. Any tips to find acceptance over a situation you unfortunately can't control? Yes. And it's so, so, so helpful to look at things that you can't control. For example, I shared a video um, last week about a particular device lots of my clients have been asking me about. I'm like, let's put these videos out. Here we have it. Lots of people were like, thank you so much. This really clears things up for me. I'm so grateful. But we got a lot of hate mail. And that doesn't really happen that often these days. Um, but I really had to look at that like, whoa, no, no, no. I didn't mean it like that. Wait, why? Why would you think that? And it's like, well, Kim, you're not going to go defend who? I don't even know these people. You're not going to engage on this like social media chat to tell them like, no, you're wrong about what you're thinking about me. Like, that's just exhausting. That's not where I'm putting any of my energy. I've got to be willing to let them have their opinions of me, what they think about me, how they feel about me, that I'm letting them down because I did this thing. And I'm like, wow, I've really got to let people have their own story, that who I am is who I am. And I forgive myself for whatever things may be not imperfect, but I don't, I'm not going to make myself wrong over this. I will um, be in my own integrity, but you can't change what people think about you. So even though it felt a little glitchy, like, oh, no, no, this is a misunderstanding. I had to feel what's coming up in my body, right? Which is hundred percent my thing to release. And I had to let them go and let them have their experience, which I can't do if I'm not willing to meet what it brings up for me. So um, what was the question? <laughs> Acceptance over what I can't control. So that's a really great example. Like you're not going to control what other people think about you or what they do with something you said. I mean, this is always so hard for me. Even when I was a kid, if I said something and it was misunderstood or misconstrued, it was like, <gasps> no, no. I feel like I just had to get things corrected. But control is always based in fear. What am I afraid of? They're not going to like me. They're going to reject me. Okay. But if I'm unwilling to reject myself, I can be in total peace anyway. So look at where is my peace conditional that I think I have to control X, Y, and Z. And then look at, am I willing to make this unconditional? And I always receive what's coming up. Like, is there a nugget there for me? So one thing I saw was it's probably confusing for me to start talking about this when we've just launched the chronic fatigue program. And it's just like, you don't want to just put out a bunch of information in the middle of everything. So I looked at like, where am I scattering my energy that I could just 2% make time? Like maybe I'll share it next month instead of like, well, people are asking about it. Let me share it now. I have the time. Let me share it now. Where can I look at where I'm scattering my energy that there's a perfect time for it. And maybe if I'm 2% more in harmony with myself, I just take that free time and be with it instead of trying to like make, you know, do the next thing, serve other people, make your time and take your time. So I looked at that and I, it was really grateful to have that, but I had to let go of wanting to control anything. When one has anxiety, is there a disconnection with oneself? Yes, 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 yes. When we're in anxiety, we're always disconnected from the space of peace within ourselves. And so for me, I will thank it, right? Because I'll feel it like a fluttering in my chest and maybe like upper belly. I will thank it. Thank you for being here, for inviting me to remember 
anxious for nothing. I already am whole and complete, and it's okay to feel what I feel. It's okay to feel this fluttering, and I'll soften my shoulders and breathe into it. That's a reconnection. That's I'm going to feel what I'm feeling more. I'm going to feel what I'm feeling more. That connects me back to the receptivity. If I don't want to feel it, right? Oh my God, I feel this anxiety. Let me reach for a fix, whether it's a medication or a supplement or a check my bank account or a call my friend and like take my mind off of it. What if I just maybe five breaths? Because it can be really overwhelming. Meet it for five breaths. Yes, yes, yes to what I'm feeling now and let the breath come into that area where I feel the sensation. Now I reconnect. <laughs> Thanks, Zoinks. Regina, I realized I'm constantly making myself wrong even about the little things. Yeah, so you will, if you tune in, you will feel the heaviness of that. You'll feel the, uh, you'll feel, it will feel bad. <laughs> and the reason your body is saying, ah, is because your body's telling you, no, no, don't go that way. This way is going to create contraction, judging yourself, making yourself wrong. No, no, that's not true. And it will feel contracted and tense. And it actually creates physical tension and resistance, electromagnetic resistance in your body. So think if you're carrying this tension, right? I'm exaggerating it, but let's say we're like, here I am showing up to life. It's like 10% tension in my body. I'm good. I'm okay. But I have this tension. Am I more or less able to feel and sense my receptivity? So now just, oh, you know, try it. Soften your shoulders. Slow your breathing. Am I more or less able to sense my receptivity, sensing intelligence? Way more. What is XYZ? <laughs> XYZ is the thing. So if I'm afraid of like XYZ, fill in the blank, I'm afraid of, uh, I might die. I'm afraid of, is, is this pain cancer? I'm afraid of, will I lose my money? I'm afraid of, is my lover going to leave me? I'm afraid of, am I doing the right thing for my kids? And I'm living in the fear of XYZ. I'm holding that. And the best I can do is try to avoid fear. Keep all those balls going. <gasps> okay, I made it through another day. But if I just let X, Y, Z in, thank you for asking, Gemma. I let it in. Wow, what does it actually feel like if that did happen? Wicked intense. Breathe freaking in. Soften your body and breathe freaking out, okay? I'm not saying this is like, oh, just breathe in and out. It's like, whoa, when you tune in, there's a lot there. Because the first thing you're going to sense when you begin to tune in and soften beyond where you've been holding is a lot of stuff. And then you might make it wrong. Whoa, I felt more fear when I softened and breathed. That must be a bad thing. That's not my wisdom. Yeah, no, that is the way to connect with your wisdom. You've got to be willing to allow the release of all the energy that's there that was suppressed. Are you doing this reconnecting thing during the anxiety and fear and the chronic fatigue program? Yes, the chronic fatigue program is all about reconnecting. Don't just try to do it during anxiety and fear, though. You want to, want to practice it. <laughs> when your uh, maybe things aren't as intense. Yes, I was diagnosed with MS in 2012. There's so many diets, vegan, paleo, blood type that make me fearful. I rather to listen to my body. What do you think? Well, you know what I think. <laughs> and it's not just what I think, it's what I found to be true. I have found it to be true that our wisdom will guide us in the moment to moment in a very powerful way that goes beyond what any medical textbook has ever shown in the history of man or any scientific study has ever shown from conclusions about that instance. Our wisdom knows beyond that. This is the wisdom that created your liver and your kidney and your spleen and like is detoxifying you in every moment. Believe me, you can trust it to handle what do I do about my mortgage or should I leave this relationship? Would that be wise? This wisdom is available. It didn't go away when you were born. So 
Yes, it's great to learn information, but you've got to realize it's just information. It's not the same as wisdom. And you in your vessel have the ability to tune into wisdom. So even just 2% more is going to change your entire life. Great, great question. Thank you. When I share with others, I can be way too intense. Yes. Yeah, we can all be intense. And, you know, they may not be ready to hear what you have to say. And with compassion, why would you share it that way if you know they're not ready? Oh, you're so cute. What do I think of using a pendulum? <laughs> Same thing, getting information outside because I'm not willing to listen to what's inside. I'm not saying it's a wrong or bad or whatever. I'm just saying it. it is much more limited than what we're doing here. Hello, Seema. Does grief, someone in Facebook, does grief bring up all unresolved stuff? Grief is going to bring up, you know, the grief that's there. When you open and let it move, it's going to let all that energy move. So whatever is unresolved is going to start to come up as you breathe, as you allow it, as you breathe into it. What do I do if I'm struggling to swallow food? Food's getting stuck and I'm still doing the work. So this is a great question um, for anything. And, and I'm doing a lot more work with the Embracing Health program with the whole, I'm doing the work, it's not working. What, I'm doing this thing, why am I not getting that? And there's a major, major point around bl blocking receptivity where we want our result and we don't understand and we're making it wrong that we don't get it this way in our timing. And that keeps us from receiving more big, big thing that I'm seeing. So what's going on in your body? Who knows? We're going to just soften and look, get curious. What's right about this? I'm not getting. What does my body have for me that there's something I'm holding that's not serving me? And if you soften your body and let more awareness in without conclusions of like, maybe it's food, maybe it's that, where you have to get this handled now so you won't actually drop in, you'll let in more awareness about this because it could be related to something like your relationship with your mother and has nothing to do with diet, has to do with what you're carrying energetically that has you like, <gasps> I'm not going to swallow anyone else's bullshit. <laughs> and your body's listening and literally closed down and constricts. And I've seen this in so many patients with like throat chakra issues or um, uh, problems with the esophagus they're carrying stuff that like they swallowed a bunch of BS when they were younger. And they're like, I'm just going to not keep swallowing everybody's stuff because they don't know their truth. They haven't opened here. What's my truth. So there's a lot you can do with that. My fear of my partner inheritance, underlying health issues, less salt, less sugar, how my body is not absorbed properly. I need salt in my diet. You see how there's fear. Oh, I need salt. Wait, I can't have too much salt. Wait, what should I do this? Oh, I have all these problems. The more we let awareness in, the more we're going to become aware of like all this shit we're holding. But if we're functioning from the heart, we can let it transmute. If we're functioning from the mind, now we have 85 things to get therapy over or medicate or handle, which is of course overwhelming. Oh, what is your take on the V? Well, I just did a video on that um, a week ago or so to V or not to V. <laughs> that was so funny after that title came in, but I shared what my um, awareness is about that. Yes, 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 yes. Thank you guys. Feeling forced to take the V because of the COVID passports. Any advice? I would make only choices that are aligned with your wisdom. So is this in my highest good? Will this create the most prosperity for me, my life, and everyone involved? And let yourself have that awareness. You may not have it at first. If you've been shut down, disconnected from what's happening inside for like 40 years, be a little patient and gentle. Your brain will begin to pick this information up consciously. You're already picking it up. It's already registering in your system. I can guarantee you that you are a receptor, but it won't necessarily register consciously if you've been suppressing it for many, many years. So very patient, 
Tune in anyway. Let the awareness in. Oh, yeah. Sherry, I know all the trendy thoughts about foods and healthy eatings. I've been gluten-free. The food list is very small. How to not make food scary like it's going to hurt me despite real restrictions. So this is where we've got to be willing to soften around what we think is the solid, physical, static reality, right? This is the truth. This is real. My body has this thing. This food is inflammatory. Okay. This is the pseudo real. And then there's the higher reality. Okay. I already am whole and complete. I'm an infinite being in a physical body. And that ends up being like, blah, 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 whatever, because I got to pay my bills. So it ends up being a matter of what foundation am I standing on? Am I standing on the foundation of I was created by the universe and I can continue to be sourced by the universe as I live in grace and ease. I am sourced in all ways required. Or am I standing on the foundation of, yeah, but it's up to me. I got to pay my bills. I don't see the money. So I got to work hard. This food is bad. The science shows it. Therefore, I'm scared, right? Like I'm looking outside myself for defining my reality. That's what it is. I either look outside myself to define my reality or I tap in my wisdom and let that expand into what I experience. Up to me, 100%. There is, well, there's a lot more I can say on that. Food is no longer toxic <clears throat> when you have neutralized the effects it has on your body. And I'm not saying you need to be some like master guru within the next 24 hours saying that when you soften 2%, breathe more fully into your body and connect more with your in divine intelligence, it does unbelievable things to strengthen your immune system, your digestion, and your detoxification. So have that. Oh, I love you guys too. I've been dealing with rosacea. It went away when I was pregnant. Now it's returned. Do you think this can be suppressed emotions. I know it can, I know it is related to suppressed emotions. And yes, the hormonal shift with pregnancy will make some physical shifts that can make a lot of these things resolve. And then, you know, you come back into your normal hormonal state and some things can come back. So what, especially with the skin, this is your largest detoxification organs, your largest organ in your body. And it's a primary organ of detoxification. What am I holding? That's like ah, overwhelming my body. Yes, Sherry, I can see you're dealing with IgE allergies. It's it's all the same. The way your physical body and your immune system is like putting out that IgE is part of the programming. Your, your cells are listening. Your DNA is going to reflect this. Hmm. How does awareness seem or feel? Sounds, voice, or just some kind of knowing? How to recognize the same? This is a great question, MD Fasau. Um, there are all different ways we can let it in. Some people will hear it like clear voice, and it's always going to be a loving truth. It's not going to be you better not do that because that's going to screw everything up. It's not ever going to be a tonality of fear. It will be a tonality of encouragement, reminding you you already are whole, um, empowerment, and peace. And you may hear it, you may feel it, you may just have a knowing. There are all, all kinds of ways it can come in. It may be a physical sensation. Awesome. Can you ask, can you talk about health and anxiety sensations in the body? Yes. And just like I mentioned before, when so feel what you feel, what does it feel like physically? Is it like a, a fluttering like butterflies? Is it a uh, feel like sharp? Do, do you feel it in your shoulders? Do you feel it in your chest? <laughs> Thank you, Gemma. My daughter is eight and she's tuning in during her schooling. So where do I feel the sensations? Whether it's shame, grief, despair, hopelessness, anxiety, a lot of people will have physical problems or physical illness and say, no, no, this is just physical. Here are my lab results. Look, it's just physical. And 100% of the time when I've seen people with physical issues not getting better, no matter what they do, they're always, 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 always emotional 
and energetic pieces in place. So I had um, one guy who was an MD psychiatrist, I've told the story before, who came to me for severe, severe chronic back pain, was having to take narcotics. He was trying acupuncture. He was trying everything he could do, physical therapy. And he said, you know, no, there's nothing psychological going on here. You know, this, I don't want to do any of that stuff, but just like, let's treat the structural stuff. And so I treated him structurally. I said, you know, there's a couple of things I found with EFT tapping that can be really helpful, just giving new information to the nervous system to calm things down around pain. We could try some of that. Yeah. Okay. Let's try some of that. So we used some tapping and his pain was completely resolved. Like the next day he called me up and he was so freaked out because the first time in 10 years, I don't know what you did and I'm sure it's not going to last, but I have had the first pain-free day I've ever had in the last 10 years. He came back for his follow-up appointment a week later and he said, well, you know, I don't know about any of that psychological stuff because that's not working on me. You know, my pain came back and which I, which he, he told me, I know it will. Uh, and you know what, let's just work on the physical stuff. So I treated him osteopathically and that was that. And it was a year later that he came to me for um, this business idea he was developing and what are my thoughts on this. And one of the things I said was, I really think the useful application of what you're doing here would be really powerful for people using things like EFT tapping to give them the insight on what's actually going on in my system. What do I tap on? And he goes, yeah, I remember that. You know, tell me more about this tapping thing. Now he's not my patient sitting on the table He's a doctor consulting a doctor. So it was much safer safer for him to let new information in. And he started asking questions and he was open. So he's like, all right, there wasn't like the defensive protection. And he said, um, that, that sounds really profound. I said, do you want to maybe, you know, try this out a little? We can, I can show you. And he was open to that. So we did some EFT tapping for him because he still had this pain now. And in four minutes, his pain was completely resolved. But the point I want to make is what came up around, we tapped on the physical because he's like, this is just physical. There's no emotional, um, this physical pain, how long it's been going on. It's located in my back. I can't go biking with my friends. And then it was, I'm afraid it will get worse. I'm worried people will think, you know, I I'm embarrassed that people think I can't bike anymore. Um, I'm afraid I can't keep up with my wife and I won't have as good a relationship. So there were all these other energies of embarrassment, which is shame, fear. I, I hope it doesn't come back. I hope it doesn't get worse. I mean, these energies were right there under the surface. And these are massive because it's driving our entire consciousness of like, who is this person being in the world? Why is he even doing his cycling anyway? Is there a little chip of cycling that's like to prove his integrity as a man that as he ages, he was like 60 something. He still got it. And now it's like that's being taken away from me because the underlying foundation is I don't really feel like I'm completely acceptable as I am. These are the energies that drive the whole thing that are constantly always in every moment sending signals throughout every single cell in our body our immune system is listening our digestive system is listening our neurologic system is listening like every single part is receptive and we can change that and shift that to receive and just like you change the radio station and a different station right so be on the station of what will create the most joy in my life and then freaking listen because I guarantee you that what will create the most joy in your life is not the same answer as what's going to make me more money. What's going to make people like me. What's going to make me better and improved. It's not going to probably be the same answer. And if you're too stuck in the mind and the foundation of the conclusion, you won't do it because you'll be like, but this is real. I'm going to lose this real thing. It's never true. Okay. So yeah, Sherry, the IG foods you're allergic to. I mean, right now that's your condition. This is where you're at. So like honor that and allow a shift to come in. So yeah, not just think it's anti-inflammatory, but begin to get out of inflammation. When I was diagnosed with an immune disorder, I remember saying, well, why is my system so flared up? Something's flaring me up. The stress of like doing my life and the consciousness I was in was flaring me up. What consciousness was I was in? I was in the self-improvement program. I'm going to improve, be better, excel, overcome, achieve. Nothing's going to get me down. What the hell is that? That's a giant inflammation program. <laughs> and so the uh, illness actually woke me up from that to make a new choice. 
Oh, I know, right? Norma, I love Gemma's participation. Gemma is awesome. My eight-year-old daughter is very, very wise and very receptive. And most kids are right now. They have unbelievable receptivity that you may want to just like medicate and suppress because you're like, why are you so sensitive? But when we sensitize, which is actually what I'm asking you to do here, we're more clear. <laughs> we're more powerful. We're more capable. And so even though it will be uncomfortable at first because you're beginning to sense into all these things you suppress you didn't want to feel, it's going to open you to wisdom and insight beyond your wildest dreams. When you begin living your life from there to consult the moment, <laughs> soften my body, sense, feel what's here. What's right about this I'm not getting? What's the highest path for me to choose? Will this choice create more wealth and abundance for me? Will this food nourish my body into well-being? Those are the expansive questions you can begin to ask, but you've got to be receptive for what comes as guidance. It won't come from the mind. Don't answer the question. It will come through your awareness. So tune in, develop that, allow that, soften. You can't possibly soften your body and not feel more compassion. So practice this. I would love to hear your results. I love you. Thank you for being here. I'll be here every Wednesday live at 11 a.m. Mountain. We do have the mind-body solution for chronic fatigue and brain fog that's going on. We have a live call tomorrow that goes with that program. Um, it will be recorded so people who purchase the program in the future will have that recorded. There are going to be two live calls this month uh, for everyone who's involved in that program. We've had uh, almost 200 people. I think it's like 175 people who've joined. So that is very, very exciting. Um, and a lot of people in the mind body community and Facebook talking about their results, even just after video one, which were really, really powerful. I'm really grateful to see that. Um, so the live call will be tomorrow. If you are interested in being a part of that program, it's at drkimd.com forward slash CF for chronic fatigue. Um, and it's really for anyone who's dealt with chronic fatigue, brain fog, autoimmune disease, inflammation, um, physical problems that are not resolving and how you can tune in to allow a huge rewrite in your body, in your system to serenity instead of fear. All right. So much love to you guys. Um, thank you for your questions. I'm sorry I didn't get to answer everything, but I will be here again and I look forward to connecting. I'm at drkimd.com. If you're on Instagram, you can swipe up and uh, it will give you the option for the chronic fatigue program that is on the list there. And thanks for sharing that in the chat. The link is here. <laughs> All right. I love you guys. Thanks for being here. I'll see you soon. <laughs> thanks for the hearts. Bye. You've been listening to the Mind Body TV podcast with Dr. Kim Duramo. For a special download to assist with integrating this work, go to drkimd.com forward slash podcast.